Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Bitcoin Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito. My name is Jeff. And joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? Fuck you, Dale! Fuck you! What's up? Uh, yeah, we are the Bitcoin uh, Fantasy Football Podcast because you don't know what you're going to get. Uh, sometimes it is, uh, you know, turning upwards and uh, you're feeling good about yourself. And then sometimes it's plummeting to its death and uh, you don't know if you're going to make it out alive. Yeah, I was going to say, like, every time you think you've forgotten about Bitcoin, it's just staring you at the face again with somebody talking about Bitcoin. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I recently invested a little bit of money in Bitcoin. I know I'm really late. And, like, over the past, like, week, it's just going up and up and up and up. I made, like, 50 bucks in, like, a weekend. Yeah, but then I know I'm gonna lose it all because that's my personality. It's gone and, up uh, about a thousand dollars in value over the past five days. Yeah, which is yeah. interesting. There you Very go. Interesting. That's so, all you need to know about Bitcoin. Dale put money in it. Take all of your money out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I keep updating everybody every time I make like two dollars at a time. Yes. Um, but then if I go down, I don't say anything until it goes back up. <laughs> it is a problem that you need help with. So, on today's episode, Dale, we are going to be answering your questions. Not your questions specifically, Dale, because that's mostly Bitcoin related, but Mm -hmm. your questions as in the audience, the listeners, because we have some pertinent questions that need answering, and that's, I need to stop saying the word question. Yep. Because I'm starting to question whether I am doing this correctly. So. Yeah. I'm just, you know. We have a handful of questions. <laughs> uh, we also have, hey, listen. To the, oh, hold on. A couple things. If you want. Wait, what are you calling this right here? Uh, we're going to do some housekeeping. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? All right. So if you guys, I kind of screwed up here. Christian, and I'm sorry. We did the texting contest, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you text ESF to 77222, you get subscribed, and then I send you some trivia questions. You can win stuff. We're going to do more and more as the season progresses. Uh, we're really going to use this texting service a lot, actually. Um, when big episodes come out, like if we have a big guest or you know something that we're really proud of, we're not going to spam you. But when there's something important, we will text you, and you just get a little text just like your friend's texting you. Anytime Dale's on, it's important. That should be a text right there. There you go. But, uh, see, I kind of screwed up because I said, hey, with these last digits, uh, email me and you're a winner. Well, some people just went ahead and emailed me and said, hey, did I win? I assumed that they were the number that I said, and I gave them the free membership, not cross-referencing the actual numbers. Um, So Uh, I gave away, like, four extra 
um, draft, draft kits. It didn't really dawn on me until like the third or fourth one. I was like, wait a minute. I already gave away a, a couple of them. What's going on here? So I think, uh, I think. So um, you rewarded people for dishonesty mm-hmm. and you were suckered into this dishonesty. Yes. Can they at least like go back and like give us like a five star review or like. Well, now what am I going to say? Like, oh, you know, I mismanaged this whole yes, podcast. Exactly. That makes us, that does make us look very professional. It, we aren't, we're in, <laughs> we are the op, the whole point of this podcast is to have an unprofessional fantasy football podcast for those of you who are listening for the first time. Uh, that's what we are. We're an unprofessional fantasy podcast. Pa- fuck. That's exactly what we that's are. what we are. And if you enjoy that, listen to us. Let's get into some <laughs> fantasy questions. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to get right into it. I do have a voicemail. If you guys want to call us, it's 831-SLEEP-52. Uh, That's 831-SLEEP-52. That's not as catchy as our old nine. No, I know, but I we want lost that because it went on that inactive for so long. Yeah. All right, so um, Patrick Sawyers, I think that's how you say his last name. I appreciate you calling in, Patrick. Um, long time. Oh, he's the uh, Outback guy. Mm. Patrick, the Outback guy. We should nickname our listeners like the old-time radios used to do. Yeah, this is Outback guy. Uh, anyway. Feel free to send me uh, more Outback. I know, man. I told him. I said, I want some Bloomin' Onion. He gave me a Bloomin' Onion gift card. I was like, hell yeah. Can yeah. I get one of those, or is it just limited to you? No, it was a long time ago. Patrick, yeah, I'm feeling... Left out okay, here. Okay, now we're guilting our, our listeners. Also, do not Google Bloomin' Anus. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Hey, guys, calling in with a keeper question. This is Patrick Salyers, or on Draft App, it's P-Sizzle-127. Anyway, we're allowed to have two keepers, a 12-man league, half-point PPR. Should I go for the value and do something like Winston in the 19th round and Hooper in the 18th? Or would it be better to keep my best talent? And go with Mixon in the third and Edelman the eighth. Thank you. I'm keeping Cooper no matter what. That's a very easy keep. Yep. It means Amari Cooper, right? Yeah, either way, even if it's Cooper Cup, still an easy keep that late. Um, and then his other options are... Uh, Nixon in the third and Edelman in the eighth. I'd say definitely no need to take Winston in the 19th unless you see a real scarcity in the quarterback position. Yeah, but. so here I'm just kind of see if there's any value there with Mixon in the third. I'm going to cross-reference his ADP, but uh, I don't think there's any any value being had there. Man, if just... These are his, if these are his only keepers, uh, if you can only keep two in the whole league, um, then I am going to go Mixon and Cooper. I'll take I'll take Mixon in the third. Yeah, I mean Mixon's being taken right now as a top fifteen ish player. Um, mm-hmm. You're getting a round and a half, maybe, of value. Yeah, call it um, a round. Let's, let's call it a round. Uh, at the top, I guess that's good. Um, yeah, I'm definitely if it's Amari Cooper, I'm definitely that's my first keeper. And then Mixon is my second. I would not bother with Winston at all. I just first quarterback's replaceable. Second, there's just not. 
it's not enough there to be like, wow, Winston. Right. Just take yeah. Mixon. You're getting some value there, and then you're getting a lot of value with Cooper. So mm-hmm. Your team's not getting better with Winston in the 19th. It's not, but yeah, it you, is getting if, better if, with Mixon. If you Mixon. really wanted Winston, get him in the whatever 15th, and you'll still be okay. It, it, is get, it does get better when you get a top 12 running back. I mean, right now, he's personally, I have him um, as a top 12 running back. Some people have him inside their top eight running back. Um, and if that's your opinion of him, then it's then it's a much better value because then you're looking at a late first rounder um, for Joe Mixon, and you're giving up a third. So that's then it's then you're getting quite a bit. So it depends on your opinion of him. I'm a little lower on Mixon than most, um, and even then, I'd say Mixon. Okay. This is a voicemail. Uh, thanks again, Patrick. By the way, for calling. Uh, this is a voicemail. I don't think it was for us. It sounds like it's in a different language. I'll let you hear it. Um, maybe you hear something I don't. Hold on. Hey, this is our process. I'm not normal. Who is your process? My process is not one. I'd be somebody like can handle the ball. And your process that was creepier the second time I listened. Can I understand why you played that on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? So many people are listening to fantasy right now and they want fantasy and you just played a fucking creepy probably just a troll voicemail honestly that's probably all that was you think it was a troll it was was a troll troll. voicemail i don't understand why you do this we have people sending in their questions but you rather play a troll voicemail (laughs) (sighs) all right i'm gonna keep reading our written listener questions okay okay Okay, go All right, let's let's get into some of those. All right, I'm going to read you our first question from Kevin. Kevin is part of our Facebook group on Facebook. If you want to be a part of that group, it's the Eat Nation private group. Request it, and Dale will let you in somehow. Just fucking like, just slide him a happy face, and he'll he'll let you in. All right, all right. So, first uh, question here from Kevin. On our Facebook group, if you are not part of our Facebook group, you should check it out. It's called the Eat Nation Private Group. Just request to be a part of that uh, private group, and Dale will make you a member. Just like slide him like a happy face in the DMs or something. He'll be super mm-hmm. excited. He'll follow you creepily, but it's fine. Um, do you make anything of Dante Foreman to the Colts this year? Any interest in him? Look, the only reason is because I am, and I've said this time and time again, Really excited about this Colts offense. I'm excited about basically every part of this team. Their defense, their offensive line, their running game, their passing attack. I mean, there's there's a lot to like about the Colts. Yeah. Uh, is, is he interesting? He is. Um, but I know John mentioned this earlier too. Like, oh, don't think Marlon Mack can even you know get in the top 12. I 100% disagree. I, th- I think Marlon Mack has a very good shot at becoming – uh, part of the top 12 uh, among running backs. So is he interesting? Yes, he is. Let's see what happens uh, with, um, you know, let's see what happens with Mac and don't forget Hines is still there too. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think he's a solid. I think he's a solid handcuff. If something happens to Mac, what are the chances that Foreman could take his spot and Hines stays where he's at? Maybe it's a bigger threat to Hines truthers. What do you think? I feel like this is just a depth ad for the Colts. Um, it just feels like, yeah, they're just preparing for if Marlon Mack gets injured more so than anything else. And, uh, I, I don't think they fared well with, with when one of their guys went down last year. So they're kind of adding depth. If it were a situation, which I think is possible with Mac, if it were a situation where Mac was suddenly out for the year, then I think Foreman carries some value, but then I think he still splits time with Hines, which I don't believe is what they want to do with Mac. So I am not a Foreman believer in any sense of the word. I didn't think he would be cut, uh, especially not for maturity issues, which is the reasons that he was cut from the Texans in the first place. Not anything to do with his Achilles. But I do feel like there is possibly um, more to the story. I think there's a lot of factors here for Foreman being cut. And then he's just signed, I think for depth. I am worried about Marlon Mack for many reasons. Um, but this is not one of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, let's not forget Marlon Mack only played 12 games last year. Had he was good over 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. So yeah. if he could stay on the field, man, he's going to be good this it's, year. It's all opportunity. It's I don't all care opportunity and staying healthy for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So. All right. Next piece. Next question here. This comes from Joe. Thoughts on Crabtree to the Cardinals? Doesn't do much for me. Okay. How old is How old is Michael Crabtree, by the way? That's a good question. 31. He's 31. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't do much for me. Is it why? Give me give me an answer. Well, I mean, is it just other young people talent. in the offense? Yeah, is it? Yeah, I mean, look, okay. Larry Fitzgerald will still get fed. We have Christian Kirk who's emerging, which who a lot of people think he's gonna be the number one wide receiver. Uh the rookie uh Isabella, I know he's not, you know, showing a lot so far in camp, but he's still a guy out there. I, I just I don't know. Last year, a... Michael Crabtree had 54 catches for 607 yards and three touchdowns. Sure. Do any of those numbers go up in 2019? Catches, 54, yards, 607, touchdowns, three. I think that's a ceiling. I think that would be – I mean, I think people would be really pleased if he gets that again. I don't think that's a possibility, though. I, I think that's a ceiling. I think he's more of a one- or two-touchdown guy this year. For you know, four hundred yards. Yeah, is my prediction. Yeah, I think they kind of brought him in. Hey, let's add a little red zone weapon. Let's add mm-hmm. some production. But this is yeah, just kind of yeah. kicking tires on a guy who's been decent. He's been okay last two years. Um, it's not going to be like those years in in Oakland uh, in 2015 and 2016 where you're looking at 145 and 146 targets those two years in Oakland. That's not going to happen for Michael Crabtree. This will not be a resurgence of his career. But um, there may be some games that he shows up. There may be some games that he scores touchdowns. But that's yeah, pretty much it for Michael Crabtree yeah. for 2019. I agree. I, agree. I don't think he's done as a 
you know, physically, I just, I, I just don't see him he's carving help. He's out gonna a help huge the, role. He's going to help the football team. Veteran he's not presence. much for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. He'll help the football team. <clears throat> I'll give you one more question from Facebook. How do you feel? Do you think Sutton is a breakout candidate this year? I like how I say Sutton, by the way. It sounds a lot like mutton. Why do you say it like that? It sounds like Sutton. Mutton. Because I'm hungry. I want some, some mutton. Mutton uh, Sutton. I there's not many people that I will say I'm not drafting right and I've done a few best balls well I, I don't know maybe close to 20 now um and I've done a lot of mocks and I don't have hardly any Cortland Sutton yeah I don't know if it's just you know what has he done for me lately type nope, thing it's but not that he's uh he's just not in a very good situation you know what it is It's entirely tied to when the hell has Joe Flacco ever had a valuable wide receiver? Right. Period. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Because Emmanuel Sanders is banged up coming off an Achilles injury. That's the only person technically ahead of Cortland Sutton. Fuck. Cortland Sutton, the mutton. In the pecking order. I should probably stop <laughs> cursing whenever I make a mistake. It's going to become a problem. We need a montage of when that happens, I think. Um, the only person in front of the pecking order is Sanders, and nobody's excited about it. Even though Sanders is back, banged up, might miss time, might not be 100%. Nobody's excited about Sutton, not because of Sutton, but because of the fucking quarterback. Simple uh, enough. Like he's going to be a wide receiver three or four. That's as best as you can hope. Um, just speaking of uh, Manuel Sanders, the two actually today in camp, Manuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton got into a little scuffle. They called it a quote heated scuffle. Um, broke broke down pretty quick, but uh, yeah, doesn't show much for team chemistry, and probably the way the Broncos season is going to end up going. So, no, I'm not investing in Cortland Sutton. Okay. Cool. Are you investing in any Denver player right now? Because it's kind of really iffy unless, with their running back situation. Bitcoin, I'm not investing. Oh, God. Brought full circle. So, speaking of Bitcoin, Christian, we have a new partner on the podcast. They are one of the oldest and number one Bitcoin betting sports books today online. I am talking, of course, about nitrogensports.eu. Make sure you guys go to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Click on the little banner uh, for Nitrogen Sports. Uh, Today, right now, is the best time to try the Bitcoin betting because Nitrogen Sports is once again offering over $75,000 in guaranteed prizes, Um, especially for the NFL survivor pools. If you guys have ever been a part of those, they're really fun. They don't take a lot of maintenance. Uh, They're it's just it's a lot of fun and you can win a lot of money here by going to nitrogen sports again go to our website click on the banner for them uh, they have free pools which has free buy-in and even though it's completely free buy-in they still guarantee prizes around two thousand um, dollars and they pay out in bitcoin now you're thinking oh i never dealt with bitcoin blah blah because blah, i haven't until i recently invested but um, it's really easy nowadays. It's not like what it used to be. Back you can spend when you heard Bitcoin anywhere. Like I got a notification the other day that you can withdraw Bitcoin on like your Cash App now. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's simple. Yep. 
Yep. I mean, not only football, I know we're talking to a lot of football fans, but they have, you know, the NBA, NHL, soccer, tennis, MMA, all that stuff. So highly urge you guys to check it out. Again, uh, go to our website, click on the banner for Nitrogen Sports right there on the top. Awesome. Yeah. All not right. not not your love of Bitcoin. That's that's that needs to calm down. <laughs> but uh but that that's pretty cool. All right. I do have I do have one more question here hmm? from Blake. He is in a half point Blake. PPR team. He is in a half point PPR twelve team Dale, no, stop. Listen to me. Blake. Do you know where that's from? No way. Okay. Never mind. Balake. You, you are reference crazy. Balake. I can't keep up. You don't know Balake? You watch way too much TikTok and YouTube. Dude, it's the same fucking video I always reference on this pod. The substitute teacher from Key and Peele. Oh. Okay. I hate you, bro. You just bring that out of thin air. You expect me to like... Because you can't hear the name Balaki and not say it. I'm it's just fine. Just read his fucking question. Half PPR, 12-team league. He has This is why your five. mom doesn't love you and loves me a long time. What? Who... What's your top five and a half... half uh, top five PPR? what? Top five what? Overall. Top five overall players? Yep. It, right. Say you're drafting you know, the fifth spot. Who are your top five targets uh half ppr you said yes let's see We've barkley number one barkley's one kamara two zeke connor and mccaffrey zeke connor yep McCaffrey, i might sneak really? hopkins in there yeah yeah i know yeah. people are not as high on connor as i am i think he is going to be every bit as good as Le'Veon bell was and he showed that last year so t- tell me your top five and i'll tell you my top five go I'd say it again. Are you counting down from one? No, no, just one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> That's why I said down from one to confuse <laughs> the shit out of you. Saquon Barkley, one. Amar, um, Alvin Kamara, two. Ezekiel Elliott, three. James Conner, four. And Christian McCaffrey, five. Okay. I'm not sure I would be picking Zeke in the top five, right? If we're, if I'm drafting today, I don't think I'm doing it. Uh, this I'm is This is barring... Yeah, but if you're a drafting contract. today. Drafting I, today, Zeke is not in there and DeAndre Hopkins is. But okay. I'm assuming and hoping this will obviously change if I get any hint or notification that Zeke will not be. Right. Yes. Okay. So I'm this is Barkley. obviously assuming because, I mean, Melvin Gordon I would have in my top 12, and that's another situation, same thing. Um, right. That might change, but right. as of so right I'm, now – they are under contract and expected, or should Probably be expected not. to play, but yeah. what, whatever. I'm going Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara. I think I'm going to go Hopkins, then Connor. Okay. All and right. I would even might even go Hopkins and Adams. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. All right. What else you got? I hate that you said drafting today because I... You I had a lot of things I do. But I love you is the first time I've ever said that on this podcast. Can we cut that? No. No okay. way. I'm wow. putting that as my ringtone. Oh, no. <laughs> you might actually do that. All right, Dale. I got a question for you here. I think this is a good one. Which tight end outside of the top 12 do you think can finish as a top five tight end in 2019? There's a couple here. Um. 
do you have do you have a straight answer right now or no? Uh, I mean, I think that answer goes uh, honestly. Tight end is a position where if people stay healthy, it's kind of like there's not going to be a lot of people jumping into that situation. Um, but I'll give you a couple. Um, Look, there's in, I don't know if you end. count Trey Burton as being yeah. outside top 12. Uh, he's just outside, so it's not sure. like we're talking about deep outside the top 12. Right. But uh, he was probably be my number one guy that's being drafted, you know, in that 12 to 15 range um, mm-hmm. that I think can definitely finish there. Um, and I'll give you one more. I'll give you two more. Okay. Yeah. If anything were to happen to Eric Ebron, if he's not as good as he was last year, or if Jack Doyle can just play the whole year, I may not love him, but that offense will be good enough this year that Jack Doyle will definitely be worth the 18th tight end off the board pick that he is right now. And then, I guess, last but not least, I'll give you Jordan Reed. Mm -hmm. I hate that offense. I don't know if Jordan Reed can stay healthy. Listen, but he was is, a top two tight end when he was healthy. I think we've been talking way too much because two of the three people that you talked about were going to be in my were going to be in my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I look the tight end. I know you know it's hard to get into that elite tier tight ends, right? I mean, you have to be really really good to get into the you know Kelsey Ertz Kittle, but um, you can fall in to the top ten pretty easily. With Just like games. Nick fell in the hole. <laughs> Rest in peace, Nick. Um, Rest in peace, Nick. <laughs> pour one out for Captain America. <laughs> People hate and 